Hello, Loose Slug Nation. Welcome to edition number 57 of the Loose Slugs Racing Podcast. Mark, number 57. Who do you think of when you think of the number 57? <laughs> uh, Jason Keller, and that's all I got, man. How's that? 57, that number is just uh, non-existent. Yeah, not super popular. You know, I think of Landry Potter, who raced around Wisconsin for a little bit in that uh, old, uh, you can probably pick out the year of the car that it was. That was a very sharp car. Uh, you know, Jason Keller in the uh, what is known known as the Xfinity Series. Uh, Johnny Helford, Hud Strickland, Jimmy Spencer, and Norm Benning in the trucks, some to race the number 57, but not a popular number. Yeah, I think I remember uh, um, the 57 being the Excedrin car back in the day. It was red and white. You know, when I think of 57, I think of back in the day when I was growing up, you know, the uh, – Fox River Racing Club, you know, when the guys got away from the coupes, they were driving 57 Chevys, man. That was the car to have. And then the Wolf River Club was having driving 57 Pontiacs. So when I think of 57, I'm thinking of, of that number of that great racing back in the day when I was just a knee-high to a grasshopper there. Yeah, you've seen some uh, a little bit more racing than I have, unfortunately. Uh, I know there was uh, some good times back then, but uh, – Let's start this off here. We're going to go in a little bit of a uh, different order here. First off, we want to say our thoughts and prayers are out to uh, David Gillen Racing and that um, the whole NASCAR family with that transporter accident uh, with the ARCA car going out west. Um, man, just a super sad deal. Yeah, man, that would look like a really nasty accident there. And uh, yeah, yeah, our hearts go out to that one, man. That was a, a bad deal there. So, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, we're we're joined by Ty Majeski, uh, who comes off of a top ten finish out at Las Vegas. Uh, Ty, thanks for joining us one once again. How you doing, buddy? Doing well, doing well down here in uh, South Alabama Speedway uh, for the Rattler Two Fifty. So, um, so I had a couple practice days the last two days, and we go into qualifying, and then the, tomorrow and race on Sunday. Well, let's get into your uh, Las Vegas uh, truck race there. You qualified 10th. Uh, all of Thorsport qualified in the top 10. You continue to show great speed. Uh, the whole team does. Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, you know Daytona is sort of its, uh, you know, its own deal. Definitely a, an anomaly race. So, uh, you know, Vegas is really the first true litmus test of uh, who's been doing their homework and, and who's been working on their stuff during the off season. Um, you know, who, who did all the research and, and, uh, came with the right package with some of the rules changes that, uh, that NASCAR has thrown our way. So, um, really happy to see all, all, all four trucks show really good speed all weekend. It's, a you know, just a testament to all the guys at the shop and all the, all the development we've done through the off season and, uh, hopefully we can keep, uh, keep marching forward. Hey, you've been catching a lot of stage points there, Ty, and, uh, you know, you're third in points right now. That's pretty exciting and a good start out of the box, huh? Yeah, great start. Great start to the year. Um, you know, if you'd, if you'd told me I'd be third in points heading into Atlanta, I'd be really happy with it. So, um, you know, there's definitely some things uh, that we can improve on as a team and, and myself and um, just making sure we max, we're max maximizing um, everything on restarts and on pit road and, and, and of course, on the, on, the, on the race truck as well. So, um, you know, for – for just getting started a, a new team uh it's 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 been a really really good start so uh 
happy with it. Definitely a good base to build off of. Uh, I, I know as we, we work together more and more, we'll uh, we'll keep getting better and better. Yeah, you finished ninth in stage one, finished third in stage two by staying out after a, a late caution there in that stage. Some good stage points, as Mark mentioned, but you did lose a little bit of track position. How crucial was track position at Las Vegas, and would you change your strategy if you had to do it again? Um, stage points are so important. Um, you know, you, you definitely want to keep the track position, um, you know, in the first stage, so you sort of want to you know, if you can short pit that first stage, you, you do it and uh, and then cycle back to the lead to start stage two and then always collect your stage points in stage two. Uh, that way, uh, you know, obviously if there's guys that – if there's opportunity to short pit stage two, those guys that stay out or that pit and then stay out at the end of the stage, even though they don't get stage points, they then gain the track position. Um, but stage two is always at the halfway break in the race. So uh, our theory is is get stage points – uh, while you can in stage two and then the, the theory is you have more time to to get that track position back so um, you know we're, we're points racing I know it's only the, the second race in but you know stage points are crucial um, into in in pointing your way into the playoffs if we are fortunate enough to win a race before then so um, you know we're already thinking ahead and uh, it's, it's it's showing the point standing so um, I like I liked our strategy you know Track position is always important at these truck races, but, uh, you know, we try and maximize, um, you know, track position throughout the race and stage points throughout the race. And it's, uh, you know, obviously a trade-off. Well, let's talk about the little bit of the elephant in the room here. Uh, your, your teammate, Ben Rhodes, kind of pushed you up out of turn four there up into the marbles. It appeared that you were just trying to gather it back up. You both make contact again, and he goes hard into the wall. Um, talk about the unfortunate incident there and, and the conversation that happens on Monday or maybe at the racetrack before you leave. Yeah. I mean, you never want that to happen. Um, you know, I'm at the shop every single day working, working on, on all these teams trucks, not, not just my own. And, um, you know, the last thing you want to do is, uh, destroy a truck. It not only puts the 99 team behind, but, uh, now that truck needs to, um, you know, get bit, get back get put back into production and it sets us all behind. So you never want to, uh, you know, first of all, wreck anybody like that and, uh, let alone a teammate. So, um, I, the circumstance, it was, you know, obviously it was not intentional on my part at all. Um, you know, there's certain replays that make it look that way, but, um, the air is moving around a lot. And like you said, I, I was more worried about staying off the wall. And then by the time I, was comfortable with staying off the wall at my trajectory was already, um, you know, towards Ben's right rear. So obviously a scary incident. Glad Ben's okay. Um, you never want to, you never want to right rear somebody, uh, down the straightaway, especially not in a, in a, in a trial like that. The angles and stuff are, are much worse. So, um, the truck is, uh, truck's repairable, but, uh, more importantly, he was okay. So, um, obviously not, uh, not a good, not a good situation for anybody involved. Just, uh, feel, feel really terrible about it still and uh, felt really, really bad about it uh, right after it happened. So, um, you know, uh, all I can say, it wasn't intentional on my end, but uh, never, never want to see any of that happen intentional or not. Ty, there was a lot of wind that was going on, especially blowing down the backstretch. When you come out of four and then trucks, you know, push a big hole in, in the air like that, how does that wind affect that, especially coming out of three and then coming into four? It gives you a crosswind. Um, does that make the truck uh, unstable? 
Yeah, the, the, the wind was a factor really all weekend. Uh, just the, you know, it was 40, you know, 40, 25 to 30 mile an hour gusts. Um, you know, and it, it affects the truck a lot, especially uh, coming off the floor. It was sort of a, basically the, the wind was pushing on the left side of the truck. Um, so, it, you know, and then opposite and one and two was pushing on the right side of the truck. So uh, it, it created a lot of grip, a lot of side force in one and two, but the opposite in three and four. So uh, it was something we had to manage. Uh, the the entire race and, and and keep in mind as we were racing closely with each other. How are you able to regroup after uh, the unfortunate incident? I know all drivers move on quick quickly, uh, but speak to how that happens. And is there a trick to that you do mo- to try to move on quicker than normal? Because <laughs> I just think about myself, and I think I would have a little bit of a hard time after it, even though I know nothing was intentional or anything like that. So talk a little bit about trying to regroup after that. Yeah, even though it wasn't intentional, you know, it was, you know, I took full responsibility for it. And, you know, the only thing you can say to, to Ben after that is, you know, just obviously apologize and, and you know, say you'll do better next time. And, um, you know, it, like I said, he was skeptical about the whole situation, uh, you know, about it, you know, whether it was intentional or not, which he should have. Um, like I said, there are views or, or replays or, or angles that, that make it look pretty bad. Um, so he was, we just had to talk through it. And, um, but all I can say is, uh, we're, we're, we're moving on, we're moving forward. Uh, you know, we, we talked for about 45 minutes. Uh, he came to, to Sandusky on, on Monday and we talked for about 45 minutes Monday morning, and, uh, talked it through. He's a, he's a good mature guy and feel like I am as well. And we've been able to, uh, to just move forward. And I think it'll bring us closer together as teammates and, and people in the future. So, um, we have a lot of good teammates at Thorsport, you know, four really competitive teams, four competitive drivers with, with four really good trucks. So uh, you're racing each other up front every week. Uh, unfortunately, those things are going to happen. And, uh, you know, Ben and I just made it clear that if we ever had issues with, with each other in the future, um, that we that we handle it off, off the racetrack and not on, um, which I obviously definitely agree with. So, um but bottom line is we're, we're all moving on. We're all moving forward, and we're going to uh, work together hopefully better than we ever have in, in, the, in the past. And I just want to say this. I know um, we've talked about it together. Uh, I've talked about uh, talking to Ben at the track one time. You guys have a great relationship coming into this because you actually race, uh, race carts against each other. So I'm sure that helps a little bit. But uh, moving forward here, you finish 10th after uh, Zane Smith gets DQ'd with a lug nut issue there. All in all, a pretty good day for the 66 team. Yeah, it was solid. You know, we showed signs of, of uh, you know, speed capable of being, you know, being able to run inside the top five. Uh, we were just, we just missed the balance a little bit. Um, some of the, some of the things we were doing setup wise just wasn't, wasn't great in traffic. Um, so, uh, but we'll, it was a good, like I said, a good baseline, good points day for us, a good baseline run. So we have a direction to go for the next intermediate. So uh, really happy with, with where our team is at. Um, where we're at speed-wise, uh, we have a really good platform to build off of. Hey, looking next week, man, at Atlanta on a track that's uh, repaved, re it's got everything re- all done. What do you know about Atlanta that it's uh, all been remodeled up? And uh, uh, what are you looking forward to in Atlanta next week? Well, <laughs> I don't know if there's I – mean, other than going to the racetrack and racing, I don't know if there's a whole lot to look forward to. Uh, everybody used to get so excited about Atlanta. Uh, low grip, slippery racetrack, a ton of tire fall off, everything that drivers look for in a racetrack, right? 
Uh, now it's a repave, single groove. Um, the paving job is mediocre. It's rough. Um, and, and NASCAR has put the um, fins on the back spoiler, so they added drag, and they decided to put the date the inner or the super speedway restrictor plate on. So uh, you'll be seeing a bunch of trucks in a pack, just like Daytona. So um, if you're into that type of thing, uh, make sure you tune in. Um, if you're not, unfortunately, that's the, that's the reality we're going to be living in for the next week. So, um, it, uh, not, not my type of, not my type of race, but, um, you know, we, we showed really good at Daytona. So we can take some of the, some of the things that made us good at Daytona and, and apply them to Atlanta. Hopefully show that same amount of speed. You do have one truck start there, finish 19th. Obviously, this is a totally different situation, though. Is there, uh, in previous years, we always talk about the Harvick line, and obviously this has changed this year, uh, as previously mentioned, but was there a Harvick line in the trucks in previous years as well, or could you move around a little bit more in the trucks? Yeah, I mean, he, you know, I, I think the guy who made their truck work around the bottom ended up, you know, winning the race, much like the cup race, um, you know, Harvick was always so dominant there. Um, obviously, running his line right on the bottom, and uh, they worked on that throughout practice and, and and made it work. And if you can make it work, um, you're probably going to end up winning the race. But uh, you you could move around, um, you know. But but everyone tries to replicate what Harvick does every single Sunday. There, um, it's incredibly hard to do so. Um, you know, your your race vehicle's got to be right, and you've got to be on point as a driver to uh, be consistent because if you slip up even, you know, six or eight inches off of your mark, off of the, the, the very bottom, um, you know, you, you've kind of defeated the purpose. So there's just not as much grip, um, as you know, up, up there as there is right on that line or even below it. So, um, like you said, unfortunately that is, uh, all gone. And in the past, um, you definitely don't want to be that low anymore because now you're going to drag the left side of your splitter off and that, you know, you lose, you know, a, a ton of downforce that all these guys working on putting on your truck. You just, the second that left side splitter is gone, that um, all, a lot of that is uh, is gone. So um, definitely not going to be seeing much of the Harvick line in Atlanta anymore. Uh, what are your thoughts on the season in all three series so far? I know uh, especially, specifically the Cup series. Uh, the new car, you had some comments after the Auto Club practice. Surprisingly to us, too, and we haven't talked about it on the podcast yet, it actually turned out to be a pretty good race compared to what we saw in practice and qualifying. Yeah, the racing, honestly, has been great, uh, especially from a fan's perspective. Um, the drivers are having to work really hard. Uh, the teams are having to work hard to make these cars drivable uh, for the drivers. So it's been uh, – it's been a joy to watch as a fan, that's for sure. I hope everybody else is enjoying it as much as I am. Uh, the racing is great. Uh, sort of the, the unknown of who's going to be good that day has been great. Um, you're getting guys who don't, you know, haven't, I shouldn't say don't, haven't typically ran up front with, with the previous car. Um, you know, you're seeing them, you know, have spurts of, of speed uh, uh, throughout different stages of the race, and I think that's great, um, you know, back a couple years ago you could pretty much chalk it up to a Harvick or a Kyle Busch or a Denny Hamlin uh sort of you know dominating and it'd always be the same guys up front now you're seeing a lot of variability and um who's fast that weekend so I think it's great for the teams great for the drivers and uh it's uh, it's been a joy to watch so far hey I see that you're down in Alabama down there going to try to win another rattlesnake there buddy uh 
Um, I see your fastest in third practice, man. You got the car dialed in. What kind of racetrack is that? That's kind of a bucket list for me. What you got going on down there this weekend? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a big three eighths or a small half, however you want to look at it. Uh, it's sort of a cross between um, the surfaces, a lot like Madison. Uh, the way the corners are are a lot like the Dells. Um, so there's a lot of different things going on with the racetrack, but uh, it's a you know a little racy racy place. Uh, you can make two grooves work. Uh, a lot of tire fall off, uh, slicks off during the day. Um, you always fight loose into turn three. Everybody's going to be loose into turn three, and it's kind of whoever can manage that and still keep their, their car rolling the center. So um, typically uh, or historically, we've, we've our package has been pretty good here, and uh, hopefully that stays true on Sunday. Well, you're, you've won the Rattler a few times. Talk about that rattlesnake uh, being thrown behind you there. That's crazy. I don't I don't know how I would handle that. Yeah, it's uh, it's not it's not ideal for sure. Um, I got bailed out. In, I got bailed out in 2020. Uh, that was the you know the year COVID hit real hard, and the race actually got pushed back from March to May. Uh, so, and apparently, I was told that the warmer weather, the the rattlesnakes get disgruntled easier, and it was unsafe to actually have a real snake there. So, um, I had to settle for a. Um, a plastic rubber snake instead of the real one. So uh, that was kind of funny. Uh, but no, when that snake gets put around your neck, man, you can feel it like, you know, feel it crawling on your neck and stuff. It's uh, it's wild, but it's a, it's a bucket list thing for sure. Well, I'm sure you enjoy uh, having it behind you because that means you're taking home the trophy, but uh, unbelievable. Definitely, definitely. Well, uh, hey, you have always been so gracious with your time. Thanks again, buddy. We know you're busy this weekend. Good luck in Atlanta next week and also at the Rattler this weekend. We're rooting for you. Thank you so much again. Sounds great, guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Yeah, good luck, man. See you later. Well, Mark, uh, always good to catch up with Ty. Uh, like I said, that rattlesnake, I don't think I want any part of that. I don't, I'll don't. i finish second any day to not have that. Yeah, yeah. I see that snake, and they make it, they drape it over around you like this and just like uh, – yeah, it's quite unique, <laughs> but yeah. uh, he's won it a few times, so he kind of, I guess, expects it. Maybe he'll get lucky and he'll have another plastic one for him, <laughs> a plastic yeah. snake just to make up for it. I can see getting ornery when it gets hot out, too, so. Hey, people get a hot, so, uh, yeah, I guess that makes a little bit of sense. Yes, sir. Well... Let's uh, let's backtrack a little bit. Thanks again to Ty uh, for joining us. Always good to catch up with him, like I said. Uh, we got to talk about Auto Club and then Las Vegas. So let's uh, recap the Xfinity Series here first. Um, stage one, Trevor Bain, uh, who was driving Joe Gibbs Racing number 18 a few times this year. He wins stage one, followed by Custer Allgaier Gregson, who scrapes the wall coming to the finish. Uh, Gibbs. A.J. Allmendinger, Barry, Ryan Sieg, Hemrick, and Mayer. What were your highlights in Stage 1? Well, first thing about California, you know, that backstretch was just so bumpy, you know, years ago, and they said that they straightened it all out, and I think they could have did a better job on that. That backstretch still had some bumps that was going to it. Um, California, I'm, I'm, it's an old, old pavement that uh, uh, you got to keep your tires off the seams. The seams are uh, quite slick, you know. We've, we've seen a 
um, a lot of spinouts throughout the weekend uh, because of the seams. But uh, yeah, California is uh, quite the classic, uh, and uh, I'm glad they kept that so far. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the future. Again, they were talking about moving it into a half mile, uh, which makes sense because we need more short tracks. But it's one of the best intermediate tracks that we have. I, I'm leaning towards that they should leave it, and it sounds like they may be doing that. Yeah, and it, the racing was good, and the drivers like it, and it's you know it's, it's got character. So, um, and it's fun on i racing too. You know, when you come off a of turn four and you hit that just right. You know, uh, if you hit that just right coming off a of four, that's one of the fu most fun uh, corners that there is in, in racing. I love that place. I agree with you. I, I like that place on there as well. Uh, you know, my highlights in stage one, Austin Hill got a push down the front stretch early and it goes wrong. Uh, he hit the wall with the right front pretty good. Uh, no caution was there, but his car was hurt pretty bad. I think it was Barry who was push, uh, pushing him. And then Lana Castle was on fire a little while after Austin Hill had his issue. It ended up being a really big fire. Uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's been a little while since we've seen a fire like that, Mark. Yeah, that's an oil fire that was going, man. And that thing went woof. You know, yeah, pretty pretty hot fire. So <laughs> you'll have that, though, with an oil fire. So. Yeah, it, it was hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, stage two was won by Cole Custer. Then it was Jones, Elgayer, Gregson, Gibbs, Hemrick, AJ, uh, Mayer, Barry, and Herbst. Uh, some highlights in stage two. Gibbs spun after contact with Hemrick. Uh, looked like just aggressive side drafting. They were Those two were teammates last year, remember? And then uh, Gregson and Hemrick have another tight battle there. Maybe some contact. Uh, remember they have, they have history and last week at Daytona, they made a little bit of contact, uh, or the last, the previous week to that race. And then, um, but their teammates in cups. So, um, the other big thing that I want to say is what a save by Brandon Jones. It was a close call for a few, few drivers, but wow. Yeah. He just scuffed his rear bumper when he came off a of turn four and it was a good save. Um, how about that big donut on Hemrick's car? I mean, that was when, uh, when Gibbs got into him and then, uh, you know, Gibbs went through the grass and you, you just kind of hold your breath waiting to see if it'll take the splitter off, you know. Um, I heard announcers actually been saying, why can't we have turf? I think it was Kurt Busch that said this last uh, last time that he, he just wishes, why can't we just have AstroTurf and, and, and take the grass out of it? Uh, yeah, Ty Gibbs got lucky on that deal, then take the front end off. <laughs> Yeah, I was expecting that to happen as well. Of course, Kurt's a racer, so he's going to advocate for advocate for that. I've been advocating for that as well. Uh, as yeah. So I hope they do something soon. But, um, gosh, we've talked about that so much here. I don't want to hang my head too much on that. Um, later in the race, Custer had a uh, bat pit stop, but he comes from seventh to, to lead the first green flag lap. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, he, that that car was impressive all week, all all race, man. That that thing was up front all day. Yep. Unfortunately for AJ, he had a pit with what he says was a loose wheel. A um, couple of late cautions. Buford spun. Um, Myatt Snyder slapped the wall. Barry got into the back bumper of Allgaier, and Allgaier hit the wall. There's some teammates um, uh, getting into it, and then. Um, the big incident, Jones got spun by Hemrick. They make uh, contact, and, and then it went into overtime. Yeah, there was uh, the, the sand barrels there, and he just slid her in there, you know, and the rear tires were in the grass, and he could see it coming, and you could see him trying to gas her up. And uh, 
man, that was a sand explosion that went on there. It was an instant beach. Um, yeah, it was a good thing that it hit on that end of the vehicle. Um, that probably, he would have probably got jolted a little bit more if that would have been more center of the car. But, uh, yeah, that was a, a solid sand bomb is what that was when he hit that. Yeah, and that, those are the hits that kind of scare me when they're solid like that. You know, luckily it was um, passenger side, but uh, yeah, you're right, sand explosion. And in fact, uh, Jones got spun by Hemrick. That was before uh, Jones, so Jones had to go to the back, and then he got involved in the big incident. Actually, two brother-in-laws are what started the sand explosion incident. Uh, it was Creed and Parsons that started that. Uh, I wonder how... Uh, Easter will uh, go coming up for those brother-in-laws. Well, yeah, yeah, there was something like, what, what, what's going on here, you know? And so, yeah, they mentioned that on the broadcast. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes for the holiday, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, we just, you know, you hear about yeah. the Bush brothers having their issues and Thanksgiving and all that stuff. So um, just some good fun there. Uh, how about Cole Custer? Uh, he wins the race strong all day long in that SS Greenlight Racing. It was the first win for that team. Kudos to those uh, um, men and women that work on that car and the, the, those teams. Uh, Gregson was second, then Bain, Barry, Alfredo, Mayer, Elmendinger, Allgaier, Herbst, and Sieg. Who is that owner of that 07? Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. He drove around here in the Midwest. Um, uh, there's gosh. a trivia question for you, buddy. Yep. Um, Bobby, how about Bobby Dodder? That's yes, who I'm there you go. Of. There you go. Bobby Dodder, yeah. And he says he does he does all kinds of things. You know, he's got to be an old boy up there, you know, and up there in age, because I remember him racing around here and and so good for him, man. Good, good stuff. And it sounds like he's a real well-liked guy in the pit. So good stuff. Absolutely. Um, you know that, and that's a team that struggled. So they put Cole Custer in, have a little bit of alliance with Stuart Haas racing and they come alive. Yep. Yep. It sure did. That old seven was stout, man. That was good stuff. Gregson couldn't catch him there at the end. So, yep. Yep. It was a very good, uh, interesting Xfinity race at California. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's go into the cup race. Well, there was a lo lot of issues in practice and qualifying, as you heard us talk about with Ty. He had some comments about it, too. Um, boy, it was um, – I, you and I talked for a little bit uh, the day of practice and qualifying, and we were not sure what we were going to get. You know, one thing that I noticed right away is what a sad crowd. How can you pack the Coliseum, and then all of a sudden you go out to California, and then that crowd was very disappointing. Um, Kurt Busch found out what happens once when you uh, fail uh, inspection three times and you know that, that kind of sucks that they, <laughs> you got to do a pass through penalty after you've already you know got to start in the back and you don't get pit selection and I mean wow but uh, in the long run he passed the most cars that day and uh, he made it work but that's a heck of a penalty man you better make sure you get your stuff straight before you you know if you uh, get uh, penalized three times, man, that's a, that's a pretty stiff penalty. Hey, that's the deterrent uh, for not having it, uh, not going over that line. So um, that's kind of what the fans wanted, and um, they stepped over it too many times. But, you know, practice, all of a sudden I sat down on Friday and watched practice and watched Harvick, you know, he first corner, he comes out of four and bang, he backs into the wall. And that team did not have a backup car 
practically out there. So they ended up rebuilding that rear end of that car. It's amazing how some of these teams don't have, I mean, these guys personally don't have a car. The team has a backup car and, uh, you know, Busher and then, oh, Chastain, when he hit that wall, man, that was scary. You know, it was a few minutes, you know, and he still wasn't out of the car. And then just like, yeah. you know, I text you and I said, I, I, he might be hurt, you know, um, that was a bad deal. Um, you know, Bubba, Bubba Wallace, he, uh, he smacked turn two and he did some damage to his vehicle. Uh, Keselowski, he's been spinning everywhere this year so far. And he, he did one all on his own. And this was just all practice, man. And just like, you know, finally, by the time they figured it out, um, we seen two good saves by Elmarola. I mean, Elmarola in that practice one, that was the save of the year, man. Had just, he just did a plain old power slide and landed her down on pit road. Um, so it was really the first time out of the box to see what these cars would all do. And boy, they were loose, man. Snappy loose. All of a sudden you watch these guys and they're driving and all of a sudden the wheel just, the wheel just lets go on them and, and it's gone. You know, there's no side for us there. So, um, <laughs> big learning curve, man, on a high, high speed racetrack there. No doubt. Um, you know, and that's what the drivers wanted, and the fans are enjoying it a little bit too. You know, it's uh, very challenging, as it should be. Um, could it be a little better where you're not totally afraid of it? Maybe, but um, I think they did a pretty good job uh, in the race, and, and we'll talk about that here. You know, um, boy, how about Eric Jones? He dominated the first portion of stage one. Um, a caution came out for Cowbush spinning, which ended up being the uh, competition caution. But Eric Jones is having a pretty good start to the year. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, how do you like the five wide salute to start the race, man? I thought yeah. that was kind of that was kind of unique. Uh, there were some people that had all kinds of comments. Some people liked it, some didn't. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, and and I should say too, how about Austin Sindrick capturing the pole? How about staying hot, young fella? I mean, he comes off the Daytona 500 win, and the next week he has the poll. Uh, <laughs> not too many people saw that coming. No, not at all. All of a sudden, yeah, get him while he's hot, huh? <laughs> For sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Chase Elliott was leading uh, shortly after the competition caution, but he hit the wall twice while leading. Uh, the first time he hit it pretty good. Then he uh, spawned a few laps after the second one. Uh, just before Chase spun, Kyle Busch had a, had a pit due to losing water. I think he had sand in the car from his previous spin. But all of the Joe Gibbs racing cars kind of had a, a overheating issue. And that deal actually came out on the broadcast at Vegas. They said, uh, Larry McReynolds said that they put a fine screen in the intake of the of the uh, grill, and it was too fine of a screen, and it was actually, you know, with the sand and the dirt that was all going on internally, you couldn't see it on the outside, but there was a fine screen inside, and they found out that that was too fine of a screen, and yeah, they were, you know, Kyle Busch, he was blowing water out of her, and he said well, she was well over 300, and Denny Hamlin later on had the same issue. Yeah, you can't run them when they're 300 degrees, and they're blowing water out of them. Yeah. You know, uh, this was the start of people's legs falling asleep. Reddick was having an issue in this race. Uh, um, he couldn't really get a good feel for the brakes. Stewart had fallen asleep. Uh, Truex got loose and up into the wall. Sindrick made slight contact, but wow, that could have been much worse. Uh, Larson and Sindrick actually made very light contact as well due to that, due to Sindrick trying to avoid. Yeah, there's uh, 
they said that the the pedals you know they used to be mounted from under the dash and now they're mounted on the floor so there's a whole different angle to it and they're thinking that also that you know the foot box has to be adjusted on these vehicles because there's a different position of how they got their legs and on their feet like there and they're gonna have to work on it now uh um you know they were talking about he was doing too many squats and he's got more muscle <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you, that's pretty scary when all of a sudden, you know, your freaking legs are going numb. And they thought that they fixed the problem. And uh, apparently, even uh, for Vegas, he was even actually still having more problems. Was Reddick yeah. on that one? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have, haven't we all been uh, working out a little bit and have that problem in our passenger car, too? Yeah. 12 ounce curls, man. I've been working out pretty good this, <laughs> this winter. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Reddick goes on and wins stage one. Jones, Byron, Briscoe, Larson, Bowman, Logano, Blaney, Sindrick, and Stenhouse after him. Uh, how about Gilliland losing a wheel under caution? Yikes. Yeah, that was something else. Hey, that, that Briscoe, huh? That is a surprise, but that 14 car, he's got that thing cooking this year, and it's uh, quite a surprise on that. But, uh, yeah, good stuff out of him, too. Absolutely. Um. Kyle Busch was a couple laps down. He then had a flat tire, so his day gets a little worse. We'll talk about him a little later on. Uh, then Joey squeezes Larson, who loses a spot due to that. And then Hamlin had to come down uh, due to overheating. Uh, there was a caution when Bell run, uh, went around, though, so that kind of saved him. Uh, he went through pit road, did not stop. Um, we had a little bit of an issue at Auto Club with uh, people getting flat tires and not being able to get around. It was a little frustrating and I, I know they're working on it, but uh, man, that was, that was kind of a bummer. I, you know, the 20, by the time they pushed him back to the pit and got him there, he was four laps down, Yeah, you know, because he could he just couldn't get back and the vehicle was laying on its belly, you know? And so, um, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of vehicles this weekend after that week, that weekend, I thought there was an improvement. This last one, we'll talk about it at Vegas where actually some people were actually being able to. So they're correcting that problem. But the, the, a vehicle's got to be actually be able to get back to the pit. You know, yeah. it just can't sit there and have a wrecker come out there and save you every time. And that's so time-consuming. And, and by the time they get around to it, and then, you know, when these cars are laying on their belly like that, and then you watch these guys try to pick that car up, and it's practically impossible. You almost need a wedge to get underneath there, you know, just to get it off the ground so you can get something underneath there. Um, that's another learning curve that they're, <laughs> that they're learning on this car. When she's on its belly, she's on its belly for sure. Oh, yeah. A um, lot of, lot of uh, learning curves here, learning a bunch of stuff. Uh, you know, Cindric squeezed uh, up in front of Bowman, on the back stretch, that was very close. Uh, Busher spun with a flat tire. Brad spun off a four after getting loose and moving up in front of Logano. They made a little bit of contact after Brad was already loose. Uh, former teammates there. Uh, Brad isn't really making too many friends here. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Reddick also wins stage two, so he sweeps the stages. Jones, Logano, Blaney, Larson, Custer, Sindrick, Elmerola, Byron, and Hamlin were the top ten at the end of stage two. You know, when Kozlowski spun and, and Hamlin was coming through, I don't know how Hamlin missed him. You know, yeah. he just like, I was just waiting for him to just punch him. And, and somehow, you know, <laughs> 
and and Denny had some <laughs> decent comments on the radio, like he <laughs> dude's unbelievable. Couldn't know, still don't know how he missed him. That was unbelievable. Yeah, um, couldn't get any closer. Put it that way. Yeah, and they uh, once when we went to the second stage, they decided to have Matt Kenseth uh, call Logano and ask him how his race was going down there, huh? <laughs> he said, you wouldn't yeah, expect somebody like me that would talk, you know, on the radio, you know, so that was pretty good. I was waiting for Ricky to get a call from Danica this week, too, so. <laughs> but that it, was good. That was good stuff. It, it was good stuff. So. The question is, did he say, what's up, prick? Or did he say um, something else? Uh, uh, what's up, friend? I thought at first he said friend. I went back and listened to it after you kind of pointed it out to me. I, I really didn't think twice about it. I think I'm leaning towards prick, but I think Matt said he said friend. Matt did an interview and he heard friend. So I'm going to go with Matt Kenseth and say that he had friend, but uh, I don't know. It's questionable. I will take the reaction of Mike Joy and uh, and Boyer. And, you know, because I text you right after that and go, hey, did he just call him a prick? And it's, that's what it sounded like to me. And uh, a lot of other people put on there, you know. And so I'm, I'm going to stick with that. And uh, they all took it with, you know, they all laughed about it and everything like that. <laughs> so, and Matt, you know, he'd just blow that off. You know, they call him the brat and everything like that. So they call him a prick too. So, yeah, Joey still remembers <laughs> <laughs> still remembers that so yeah it was funny that was good stuff i i enjoyed that yeah even if he said friend uh still hilarious so and i thought he said friend and i was laughing my my tail off here uh yeah, was it was good. just a it was a good moment you know they all know okay the elephants in the room matt matt has the best humor for something like that because it's so dry and natural that's what matt, i was gonna say a dry humor but it's it's good stuff yeah yeah, it is. Uh, it's the best. Um, I could see him coming back to the booth. I'd enjoy that, you know, for oh, the first time being in the booth. I could see him coming back and doing that again. Well, he was all right. Two thumbs up for for Matt Kenseth in the booth. That was uh, mm -hmm. that was good stuff. Um, I love his humor. Uh, so after all all of that happened, uh, Elmer Rola had a huge slide. He saves it, but he had to come down pit road. Uh, Reddick unfortunately blew a tire going into turn one. He was dominant all day, and coming out of two, Byron clips him, and they and obviously Reddick gets more damage. Byron slams the wall. Um, boy, that was unfortunate for two guys that were having good days. Like Reddick, I don't know what he was probably you know just limping along, and also this twenty four just comes up and just you know he lost it, and he didn't know that, but he creamed him all of a sudden. Like what the heck? You know, and it's just wrong plays, wrong time. And, boy, they, yeah, they got some major damage out of both of them. Yeah. Um, Bubba and Bar Brad make contact and spin. Sindrick and Burton get involved there. Uh, Custer had to go through the grass to make it to pit road under caution. Uh, but the yellow line is down a ways, so he was okay. That is very interesting to me. Yeah, for sure. You know, there was uh, – there was – the thing about that I have noticed of how many problems is on the pits, the speeding, the all kinds of things. There's been multiple things that people are just absolutely messing up their pits, 
And uh, it's it's everybody, you know, that what I've seen, you know, I've been jotting down all the things that are going on on pit road, speeding and dropping a tire on the holes like Hamlin, you know, just last week, just like just stupid things, you know. But man, I tell you what, all the mistakes all add up that uh, messes up your finish, man. But it's amazing how much the pits have really uh, they've struggled. Yeah, for sure. Um, Bowman drags the wall in three and four. Larson goes to block Elliott and puts Elliott on the wall. They were also batting Logano, who was on the inside for the lead. Um, Elliott was not happy, obviously. Then he shows his displeasure with Larson as Larson laps him a few laps after the contact. Um, then Larson, or excuse me, Elliott spins a few laps later with Larson leading with nine to go. Uh, but it was a good battle until the end after that with Larson, Suarez, and Austin Dillon. Larson holds on um, to win. Dylan was second. Jones, Suarez, Logano, Elmerola, Harvick, Kurt Busch, Hemrick, and Stenhouse were your top ten. I, I tell you what, you look at Suarez, if he chose the wrong line in one of the corners, he could have easily picked up the win there. You look at Jones, you look at Austin Dillon. Elmerola is the only driver who's been consistently in the top ten all year. The parity with this car early on is awesome. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, once when you look at the finals, you know, um, uh, Almirola right there is the, he's the only one that's got uh, two top tens. Everybody else, nineteen other cars, all have a top ten. That's kind of strange. Um, hey, how about um, how about uh, Hemrick? He finished ninth. He was five laps down with a broken shifter, and he came back. Um, Kyle Busch with that overheating, he found himself like three laps down and worked his way back up, and he ended up uh, getting like a 13th or 14th. That was a major um, a major um, recovery for there. Um, I knew you were going to point that one out. Well, then, well yeah, because I had Kyle Busch, you know, and I don't know what happened to your Blaney there at the end, but he just plain faded out of nowhere. I just, it was, I just, he like he fell off the face of the earth, you know, so um, where did uh, where did Austin Dillon come from? All of a sudden, he wasn't around all day. All of a sudden, he pops to second place. Um, and, and good to see Jonesy. See uh, Eric Jones. Get a, he, and, you know, good good run. So, yeah, we're starting to see some um, lesser teams getting good results so far. And I hope that goes on the rest of this year, you know, where somebody could get, just has the right setup and, and makes it work. You know, so um, – all good stuff. Yeah, once when hey, I I texted you once when Elliot he uh, he sat there and spun by himself there, and then I I got on a paper and I texted you and I said, did he do that on purpose? Just because you know Kyle was leading and and uh, I I questioned it when I first saw it, and you says no no, uh, he, Chase wouldn't do that, you know. But it it looked it looked a little uh, fishy. I don't know. It was the first thing that I thought of there. But yeah, I, I agree. I don't think he would do that. But it was just such an easy, nice little easy spin, and uh, like thinking that maybe he wanted Kyle to earn that win. So that was my thinking there at the end of that race. Well, I just think that Chase Elliott's loyalty to uh, Mr. H uh, would go too far for him to risk a win, even if it was done wrong by his teammate. So I don't even think that was going to be a possibility. So I said no right away to that. Um, 
Yeah, they've gotten closer as teammates there, but a little, maybe a little bit of rivalry brewing. I heard on SiriusXM, maybe we should talk about this later. I guess I'll mention here, asking if Bowman has overtaken Elliott as the number two driver at uh, Hendrick. Maybe we should talk about that a little bit. I just wanted to uh, put that out there. But, um, yeah, I mean, you look at the parity. I mean, Suarez could have won that race. Dylan was close if he could have got a run. Jones was strong all day. Um, man, it's it's just great to see. Um, Gilliland is going to lose a crew chief for four races after losing that wheel at auto club. So big penalty there. Unfortunately, we've seen a few of those this year already. And then, uh, let's, let's transition right away into Las Vegas, the trucks. How about this Mark? Todd Bodine making his 795th start will make five others to make it 800. He's going to be racing for Helmer racing. Also Crafton was making his 500th start. Yeah, Onion's back out there, and he said he was just out there to have fun, and I, I yeah, he ended up having a lot of fun in this race, man. <laughs> I, a lot of things have changed since eight years since he's been in the truck, you know, and it changed for him, but uh, yeah, as long as he was only looking out for fun, but uh, it was a challenging deal for him, for sure. Yeah, he kind of had a, a rough go at it. Um, stage one ends under caution. Uh, Rhodes was the winner, then Chandler Smith, Tanner Gray, uh, Wood, Hosevar, Crafton, Bush, Nemechek, Majeski, and Zane Smith, although Zane Smith got uh, DQ'd there due to a lug nut issue as we were talking to Ty earlier, so Priest was your 10th place uh, finisher in Stage 1. Um, you know, Zane Smith and Kobe Howard made contact on a, on a late restart there, uh, and Howard went around Cleck, Purdy, and uh, Deegan, and Crafton got a piece of that there. That's what made it under caution. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, man, there was an article that came out today about these lug nuts. Yeah. And there's, yeah, there's, a, it came out today and I was reading the article and they're like maybe uh, a quarter of them were legal and the rest of them weren't from the suppliers of the lug nuts for the Xfinity and Truck Series. So this, that was a breaking story and there's going to be more, more to that. So it's something that you can actually look and see what they're talking about these lug nuts that's out there. Yeah, I'll be curious about that because I saw on social media, not that this is credible at all, but um, that someone bought a brand new bag and I think it was like a quarter or a third of them were legal um, or maybe even less than that um, were legal. So uh, the weird thing is he lost his appeal already. So I don't know if they're going to do anything. Oh, okay. That. So, okay. Uh, yeah, so the appeal, he lost the appeal. Uh, they were disappointed about that. So, um I don't know if they're going to look at that further now that that article's come out and more people are publishing stuff about it, but um, just unfortunate. Hey, how about uh, that close call for Ty in stage two? Should have brought this up to him. Uh, Nemechek comes down. Ekis goes to the inside. There were three wide. I don't think uh, Nemechek realized it that quick. There was some big contact there, and they were fighting for a top five spot. Yeah, for sure. Um um yeah it was uh there was a lot of contact that was going on even after the race they smashed the hell out of them too even after the race that was going on a lot of contact in this truck race for sure um vegas sure holds a lot of speed you know but that wind was blowing all weekend that that was tough for them guys i mean and it wasn't just a little wind it was a whole bunch of wind blowing these guys down into turn three um it was a challenging race for everybody that weekend out there in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, it was. The wind was crazy out there. Uh, Rhodes win stage two. Then it was Bush, Majeski, Nemechek, Gray, Chandler, 
uh, Crafton, Eckes, Friesen, and Kraus. Um, Rhodes, Gray, and uh, Eckes and Ty stayed out under that last caution there. So we talked to Ty a little bit about that track position there, uh, but it got him some good stage points in stage two. Uh, he had another close call, though. Him and uh, Nemechek hit the wall after getting loose, and, and he was right there. Um, boy, these trucks are having some issues, too, with people getting loose. Hosevar spun uh, after contact with Priest, and it was starting to get aggressive at that point. Yeah, yeah. Priest spent, sent, sent Hosevar across the grass. You know, and there was another one that you thought that the whole front end was going to, you know, get taken right out. And as a matter of fact, he, he got all four tires off the ground and uh, when he hit that concrete patch. But uh, so, somehow he kept a splitter on the front of that truck. But oh, there no. was some grass flying, man. You just see big clumps of grass, but boom, you know. And But uh, he kept the splitters on, man. And usually sometimes you see that. It just absolutely rips the, right, the whole front end of the truck off. Oh, it, it destroys it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the unfortunate incident between Ty and Ben Rhodes, uh, you know, Rhodes kind of pushed Majeski up a little bit. I don't think that was intentional. Ty just tried to gather back up, got into the right rear of Rhodes. Rhodes slammed the wall, as Ty said, glad to see he was okay. Obviously nothing intentional there. And then after that, boy, there was a couple of big things. Eckes was leading blocks push with nine to go. But Eckes goes hard into the inside wall on the backstretch, pancaked the driver's side of the 98, and he slid back up the track. Uh, close calls there after that happened. Glad to see Christian was okay, but he was not clear, in that, and that's what started that. Yeah, you know, and that was a block right there, and that block did not work. And, uh, yeah, there was, you know, um, they looked at it to see, you know, if uh, if Kyle actually moved in and Kyle was kept his line and Eckes just came down on him and just, you know, sent him. And then that pancake job against the wall, that's kind of scary, you know, when you hit it like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then come bouncing back and then all of a sudden he comes on the track and you're just like, ooh, you know, hold on. So that was another Thor truck that got bad damage out of it too. Yep. Um what a finish, though. You know, Kraus had an amazing save on the backstretch. He had contact with Enfinger and Nemechek. He had a little bit of a handful of the last few laps. And then um, due to the contact, Enfinger and Nemechek with some hard wrecks coming to the checkered flag. Anderson was involved in Nemechek's spin. Uh, some tore-up trucks there, but a good battle between Zane and Chandler. Uh, Kyle Busch wasn't far behind them. Chandler Smith wins the race. Zane Smith crossed second, but he was DQ'd again. So Bush was second, then Friesen, Priest, Gray, Matt DiBenedetto, Crafton, Holmes, Self, and uh, Ty gets a top 10. Yeah, Gray. How's that, man? There's that, that 15 truck. He's got that thing out cooking this year, too. He's been uh, getting better all the time. He sure has. Um, mm-hmm. And again, unfortunate. Hopefully the team can um, rebound after that unfortunate um Crasher on the highway, man. But uh, Anderson, when he creamed, he creamed Nemechek just literally, just a right hook. Oh, just like wow, that was just a nasty wreck and uh, just absolutely destroyed that four truck, man. <laughs> that was after the whole race was over, you know. So, yeah. Hmm. so yeah, you're flying at Vegas, man. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, let's transition into the Xfinity series right away. Um, 
Ty Gibbs packs air and barely touches the back of Ryan Sieg, who makes significant contact with the wall. Uh, caution co- uh, came out for Brendan Poole, who blew up uh, shortly after that because there was no caution for the Sieg contact there. Um, well, and then it stayed yellow due to snow, dude. Snow yeah. in Vegas. Yeah, I saw that. I, I said to said to my wife, I can't believe this. It's freaking snowing in Las Vegas. Yeah, Ryan Sieg, he's got a new friend, doesn't he? He's uh, he's him and him entire him entire good friends now for sure, man. And I guess the word was put out that this is not finished, and he is not happy with the results of what happened with it. And I apparently he still thinks he's got a score to settle. So. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Well, he said it wasn't over after the the red flag there, a caution uh, due to the snow. Um, you know, he was posted for not meeting speed after they got going green again, and he attempts to damage Gibbs by putting him up the track, but Sieg actually spun and collected Moffat and Creed. Um, Gibbs barely got damage out of it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um Here's my opinion. If you're going to do that, make sure you actually um, get the guy because it really sucks <laughs> that there's innocent bystanders involved in that. And I get Ryan Sieg is a smaller operation fighting for everything he's got. But if you're going to do that, just put him in the wall. It's the innocent bystanders that sucks about the whole thing. I mean, I understand that you want to even a score with somebody, but then two other guys that had nothing to do with it ends up messing up their day and that makes it unfair for them and that's that's kind of makes it sour absolutely and, and then but you'll still have that and we'll see that again you know it's always a part of racing every once in a while somebody will come up and do that but you know you should save it maybe for martinsville and maybe not on a high-speed track like vegas <laughs> well again if you're if you're going to do it actually Finish the job. Yeah, yeah. Don't whiff at him. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a whiff. Yeah. And and I get where Ryan's coming from because Ty totally um was at fault for the incident and, and Sieg has a right to be mad and, and retaliate how he sees fit, but um you gotta you gotta do better job than that. Lap three, you know, lap three, and, and you're in the wall. You're stuffed in the wall, and your day is done. So, yeah. you know, you look forward to racing all day, and you want to give her, and then lap three, it's all over, you know, uh, being so aggressive at lap three. So, yeah, I can see the frustration there, man. Yeah, and I think he didn't want to damage his car any further because, again, they're a smaller operation, but um, maybe better timing than if you're, if you're going to do something like that. Anyway, <laughs> um Moving on, Gregson wins the stage. Then Mayor, Barry, Gibbs, Truex, Elmendinger, Hill, Jones, Hemrick, and Nemechek uh, were the top ten. Uh, stage two was also won by Gregson. Then it was Gibbs, Mayor, Hill, Hemrick, Jones, Barry, um, Nemechek, Truex, and Allgaier. Yeah, and in that stage two, Awuji, he did a power slide. Uh, Kyle Weatherman lost it off a of two, and he got put in a wall. Um, how about Matt Mills? Oh, Matt Mills just absolutely pounded that wall, and uh, I'm sure that knocked the knocked the air out of him. And that was another one that was working his way to get back onto the racetrack, and that car was just simply simply destroyed. Wow. Yeah, he had contact with uh, Joe Graff Jr. in the stage. Actually, ended under caution. Um, 
unfortunate for for them but uh all four tires came off the ground man that car was off the ground after he hit that wall that was a solid shot very so, very you know? um gregson thought he had a right front cording and he had a pit earlier than he uh wanted or needed teams actually pit shortly after he came down which at the time i said is going to save his day save his finish uh, Jesse Awuji then spins later on in front of Vargas and Parsons, who had nowhere to go. Uh, big damage there. Uh, Awuji had kind of a long day at Las Vegas, unfortunately. Um, Jones got loose and into Mayer, who slammed the wall. That brought out the caution with 18 or so to go. Um, man, how about this? What a save for Nemechek as he came down pit road after Truex got loose under Hill and they slammed the wall. It was a big hit for Hill, who's had a rough uh, couple weeks after winning Daytona. Uh, but what a save for Nemechek. Wow. Yeah that's, yeah, that's for sure. He did that. And, hey, Mayer lost his bumper cover again two weeks in a row. Maybe they should uh, <laughs> figure out a way to keep that back bumper cover on. I saw that cover come off. I'm going, wow, again, what a bummer. So, But, uh, yeah, Hill pounding that wall too, man. That was another hard hit that happened over there in four. Yep. Um, well, the race would uh, end under caution. Gibbs, Gregson, uh, Gibbs wins the race, excuse me. So remember the retaliation thing? Well, it especially didn't work out because the guy you were trying to wreck in a retaliation goes on and wins the race. Um, wow. Uh, Gregson finishes second. Hemrick, Barry, Elgire, Castle, Creed, Moffitt, AJ, and Jones. Uh, Graf also got DQ'd for a lug nut violation. Only 17 of 20 were tightened correctly. You know, when I'm on YouTube like that, I was watching the race when I've got uh, sling, and there was 30 laps, and all of a sudden it got cut off. So I, I didn't get to watch the last 30 laps. I had to wait till it got on uh, – on YouTube this week. So I watched the final 30 laps. And when it came to that last restart, and I heard some people complaining that Ty Gibbs jumped that start. So I went back and I looked at it to make sure that Gregson was the leader. Okay. And I looked at that and that could have been a ball and strike call. I looked at that three, four times. I replayed it. I looked at that saying, did Gibbs actually jump? He actually legged back just a little bit. And, but he was in the, he was in the starter's box. He could have easily been called for jumping the start there, man. It was so close. I mean, I looked at that, and that was a 50-50 ball strike call, man. They could have pinched Gibbs for jumping the start on that one. Yeah, uh, super, super close there. But um, there's there's Ty Gibbs again, you know. Uh, he won the race by doing that, so it worked yep. for him. You know, and too bad for Greg's, you know, his home track, you know, and yep. fell short, you know. Yep, yep, for <laughs> sure. Um, hey, I just mentioned that Graf was uh, DQ'd for a lug nut violation, but um, I said 17 of 20 were uh, only tightened correctly, but that means there were some loose lugs. We still got that issue. <laughs> cool, cool beans. So, yeah, there's – there's not just one loose lug there everywhere yet still in the other series. Yep, they still do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, yep, that's right. Um, let's go into the Cup Series at Las Vegas. Uh, there was a close call on lap one when Lugano got a super run and got into Elliott, who just got into Cindric. Could have easily turned Elliott there, and it almost did. Yeah, for sure. 
you know. Um, yeah, they were showing uh, earlier when uh, Kyle Busch was in practice and he cut a tire going into turn three and he destroyed that car. So they took that car. It didn't have – it had no wrap on it. I don't think it even had a motor in it. It didn't no seats or nothing. It was just a plain, plain car. What they spent six to eight hours putting all the parts and pieces in that car so Kyle Busch could actually race that. Uh, quite amazing of how much work they had to put in to get that car up there since he destroyed that 18 car. Yeah, it was kind of a parts car. It had Hamlin's back window in it, so uh, maybe they were planning on Hamlin needing it more than anyone else. But uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, No, it, it, it kind of had all different parts ready to, to go in it, and unfortunately they had to use it. Uh, big hit for Kyle in that practice session. Oh, that car was destroyed, man. That car, that, that rear end of that car was hit bad. So, yeah, once again. Yeah. Trying to see how that new car holds up with some contact, and uh, that, you know, these cars get tore up pretty good, man. Um, yep. Not as good as a composite body in the Xfinity series. These cars actually, they might save on tire rubs, but boy, I tell you, when you hit something, it destroys the car for sure. Yeah, you you said that once before on the podcast, and I I said I'm wondering if it's because of the way the cars built versus the Xfinity car, but uh, I'd be curious to hear from someone who has more knowledge of that. Um, There's a couple of spins by Haley, um, Custer, and Reddick that could have been worse than that they were. There was some contact with Dylan. Kyle Busch was involved after contact with Hemrick, uh, but uh, Bowman. Wins the stage, Bowman, Byron, Chastain, Hamlin, Elliott, Larson, Blaney, Briscoe, Kyle Busch, and Bell. Kyle Busch had an issue with Briscoe, uh, but it looked like good racing. If anything, I thought Kyle was more aggressive uh, against Briscoe in that run. Yeah, his crew chief was saying, come on, hold it, hold it, don't do it, you know, whatever. And it was from a, from a restart, and Briscoe kind of blocked him going into one. And it looked like a minor kind of deal, but Kyle got a wild hair there. Um, you know, when Cole Custer, when he spun that, when he spun his car and he had that flat tire, you see him come into the pits and it, you know what the, the old crush panel used to be. That was a whole different kind of deal that wheel well came apart when he came into pits. That was a different kind of view. Just like that's the new crush panel. Um, so that's a first for that one for sure. Um, you know, and then when, when the 18, uh, tried to miss the 31 when and the well what happened was is Dylan washed up and clipped the 31 when Kyle Bush came off of that hill and he slammed her down into the under the apron they were worried about the louvers in the back you know and uh, and he did slam the uh, the the apron of the track so they were quite concerned about how those louvers work back there and if they were damaged or not yeah um Boy, it sounds like it's so easy to damage the diffuser in the back there. Um, and you definitely do not want to do that. Yeah, also Reddick did the same thing. When he went through the grass and he slammed in a, into the, the banking, that, that little oval that was in uh, the infield there, and that was another one where you looked at the back end of the car and see how it got slammed in. So, uh, yeah, that. And then I was kind of asking the question, like, what is that? What are they made out of? You know, and they're made out of carbon fiber, you know. So um, I don't know. Maybe um, I know they're lightweight like that. Uh, it's going to see how well them hold up. Like, I, I remember Austin Dillon talking when they first started testing the car, saying, you know, you could go up there and stick your nose underneath there, and you can actually mess that up for the guy. So um, 
it's a valuable piece back there that people are protecting, you know. So, um, well, uh, something to watch as the season goes on and how that works. For sure. And, yeah, that, that conversation with Austin Dillon on the Dale Jr. download, um, the other person that was with him from Chevrolet, I think it was, he was saying that you could actually maybe help the guy by damaging the diffuser. So there's a couple of different thoughts. If uh, I'm sure it's circumstance, but well, you're risking your nose doing it. So, so right. you, you better, you're playing with fire if you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, Reddick had some leg numbness uh, at Las Vegas too. So that was the second week. But in addition to him, Elmarola did as well. So um, a couple people having issues with that at Las Vegas. Um Briscoe got loose and got into the right rear of Suarez, who went hard into the front stretch wall. Um, you know, almost reminiscent of uh, Ty and Ben Rhodes incident. Same kind of deal. Wrong place, wrong time. Uh, yeah, Suarez was just in the wrong place and got clipped. And um, thankful he cut to he- keep that against the wall. As he was hitting the wall, he kept it towards the wall. If he would have slid down the hill there and come down the, in front of everybody, there would have been that could have been a real messy accident there. Huge, that mm-hmm. would have been huge. Um, Brad spun and collects Blaney, who uh, said he was thankful that the six was able to continue and that he was out of the race. Um, he did, uh, yeah, yeah. He made that comment. I thought that was humorous. <laughs> Broke yeah. the radiator on the 12, though, so you could see the water coming out of the radiator and say, yep, you're toast. Yeah, you could see the steam coming out of the ears of Blaney, too. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, some sarcastic there. Uh, Blaney is one of those with dry humor as well. He's uh, he's fun to listen to. Yeah, yeah, he's got some good stuff, man, so he's fun to listen to. Um, Briscoe and Cindric both spin while riding the top, almost like there was oil on the track. I don't know if they ever said if there was anything out there or not, but uh, Cindric collected Burton there. Just before that, how about the save by Kyle Bush or uh, Kyle Larson? He saved that and he almost hit Chastain. He just missed him, and less of a driver would have wiped that truck. He needed that whole track to save that five car, and he did. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Awesome save by uh, Larson there. Um, Bell spun. Uh, Burton also spin behind that away. So it's kind of, I don't know, synchronized spinning a little bit. Chastain goes on and wins the stage. Talking about parody. Chastain had a good day. Uh, Elliot, Larson, Byron, Kyle Bush, Truex, Logano, Harvick, Hamlin, and Bubba Wallace were your top 10. You know, and once again, I got written here of all the pit problems. You know, earlier in the race, uh, Truex, uh, his front front ch- changer took the tire and he let her go and it ended up going way down on the pit, the next pit, and they call that interference. Yeah, and that's where Hamlin, when they dropped the hose, they dropped uh, the vehicle on the hose, and you see the, the guy running around the front of the vehicle all of a sudden just like, oh, it just stops him in his tracks. Then he did the right thing. He put it in reverse and he actually backed it up, but they were going to come around. They were going to jack the truck, jack the car up. And so, once again, these penalties on pit road, man, they're costing a lot of people, um, costing a lot of um, finish, good finishes, man, messing up like that. Absolutely. They're um, big penalties, big, big penalties happening there. You know, speaking of pit road uh, penalties, I guess I don't know if you'd call it a pit road penalty or not, but he's coming off a of pit road, Denny Hamlin, and he downshifts instead of upshifts. Uh, upshifts, excuse me, um, spins out. Uh, transmission was done after that. 
he tore the gears right out of her, man, and now she was all done. And well, you know, it's, um, it's a different shifting pattern on these. And you know, when old habits uh, never die, I guess. Well, he, that one had died, so now, you know, I guess you do it for so many years, and you you just consciously just do it, you know. And this time it bit him, so yeah, he ripped the gears right out of there. And do you know he's thirtieth in points right now? I mean, talk about being in a hole. Now, remember when the season started talking about getting a good start? I mean, Hamlin, he, that team is still capable of winning a race. I mean, they, they should yeah. be able to be – they should be okay. But talk about struggles, man. Just like, geez, you know, not very good, you know, good start out of the box for that team. But all you need to do is win one race and you're in the playoffs now. So that can – Yeah, that's know, all it takes. And that team's capable. Yeah. Yep, yep. So – uh, completely different situation from a, a few years ago. Uh, you know, Larson was speeding on pit road prior to the yellow coming up. That yellow saved his day. Um, so there's another penalty that could have been bigger. Um, Eric Jones got loose and hit the wall. His suspension uh, broke after that, and the yellow came out with two to go. Bubba Wallace barely missed him somehow. I'm not sure how, uh, but he unfortunately slides into the inside wall. That would have been ugly. You know what would have been even better? Somebody told that uh, pace car to stop. That pace car stuck his nose out. And if that pace car would have went maybe two feet further or if the 23 would have been a little bit closer, he would have creamed that pace car. You know, somebody must have yelled, stop, and that 23 come flying, sliding right by and nail that uh, nail that tire barrier. That's the third week in a row now that Bubba Wallace has lost the right front fender on his car three weeks in a row, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, uh, yeah, it makes me think of when um, that wasn't it a sport truck that hit the pace car down at Slinger one year and, and flipped over. Were you there for that? Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that little mini truck and the pace car just decided to pull out there and then the, the mini truck, uh, you know, <laughs> just like, oops, should have been out there and and it hit the right front tire of the pace car, and it just scuffed the tire. It was amazing that 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 uh, pace car didn't get damaged. But uh, oh, yeah, I had, I had video on that. Like, wow, the pace car got hit. So that was weird. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You you did that in iRacing, racing too, except it was the leader and not the pace car. Well, he wasn't in line like he was supposed to be. So so like, yeah, I took care of him. And you piddled <laughs> your pants when you laughed so hard on that one. You know, I think we need to do an iRacing. Uh, Mark, we should do Double um, L Sports Network <clears throat> iRacing stories with Mark Allen because that would be there's been some There's been some adventures, man. There's some unbelievable stuff that's going on there. <laughs> Only me. That's the way I would say some of that stuff. I mean, but, uh, you know, when I'm aggressive on there, you know, stuff happens, but. That all happened in real life, man. They take my license away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Bowman, Larson, and Byron take two tires on the late pit stop there. Kyle was the first one on uh, four freshies. Uh, Bowman and Larson have a good battle, but Bowman pulls it off from the inside lane and wins. Nice power move there. Uh, Larson was second, Chastain, Kyle Busch, Byron, Almarola, Reddick, Truex, Elliott, and Bell were the top 10. Uh, you talk about a few things here. Heartbreak for Kyle Busch. Uh, he had the crash the day before, spun out during the race, hit the wall a few times, and was leading with two to go when the yellow came out. Unbelievable heartbreak for him. 
um, how about Chastain and the, and the day that he had, there's some more parody. How about, uh, Almirola is the only driver with three top tens to start the season. Um, man, this, this has uh, been a good start. You know, and Kyle and Truex were running like 20 laps to go, you know, all the way down to three laps to go. That was some good, hard racing to it. And Truex kind of set back, t- cooled his tires, come back. He took a shot at him. He, he cooled him again, and he was coming one more time. And I I still think he probably would have fell short, but it was them two were putting on a hell of a show. And I had to be to work, you know, and I, I was sitting there, and all the lights were off in the house, and I got my jacket on. I'm standing there with the clicker in my hand waiting for the race because I was cutting it pretty close, and I had to fly out of here and get to work on time. And all of a sudden, I see Eric Jones go, you know, that was unbelievable how Eric Jones was, you know, aimlessly going down the front stretch. You know, he couldn't steer the car and then shot across that front stretch, man. And the hold of 23 missed him. It was unbelievable. But that was all some good stuff, man. But I didn't get to see the last three laps live. And then for some reason, the local radio station didn't have it on the radio. And then uh, I've got uh, MRN on my phone app, and I believe it was on PRN. And so when I got to work, I was rather steaming. I was not happy. And so when I got to work, about 20 minutes into work, I kind of acted like I went in the break room to make coffee. And I went to my phone. And then it said the 48 one. I'm going, well, how the hell did that happen? You know, and then finally, after a while, you see, you know, all of a sudden the video started coming out. And then I caught it. That were the two tires. And, you know, the two tires was a good call. Um, Kyle Bush. Um, definitely should go to church, man. He used a lot of profanity of how somebody like that uh, falls into it. And I believe uh, Bowman was going to sell him a T-shirt, you know, because he was called a hack last year by by Hamlin. So I think he wants to butter him up with some T-shirts or whatever. So, But uh, <laughs> all good entertainment, man. It's good stuff, man. We, we're going to Phoenix, and we're going to play some more. I love it. I have the I have the quote here. Kyle Bush says um, on Bowman winning, the same effing guy who backs into every effing win that he ever effing gets backs into another effing win. BS. <laughs> yep, and I heard it all. You know, they just like, and and it had to be frustrating for Kyle. You know, they worked hard all day, and he had that spin early in the race and worked it up there, and, hey, the wind was right there, you know, and it, you know, and it all got taken away, you know, by strategy. You know, the strategy works, and it's just the way it goes, man. Yeah, Bowman fell right into that, but, um, yeah, Kyle, well, hold <laughs> Kyle on. had a lot to say about that. Hold on. He didn't fall, so I have to disagree with you and Kyle a little bit, and I think maybe you're just saying that to continue on with your conversation. Bowman put himself in the position to take two tires to have that shot, so I don't want to say he backed into it. Well, Kyle Larson was the same thing. He had a penalty with 43 laps to go, and he he came out like 19th, 18th, 19th place. And, you know, naturally that was my pick, and I was just, just all you got to do is beat Logano, your pick. That's all I wanted. And, you know, all of a sudden, Larson come up and he got maybe, he was like eighth, seventh. He was going to just finish there, you know, and when the race was all over, he was another one that just decided to take two tires also. 
And, uh, you know, two tires, four tires on an old track. I, you know, if I was, if I was the leader, you know, when you're leading, it's you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, you know, if you come in, the rest stay out. And if you stay out, the rest come in. Um, you would think on an abrasive old racetrack like that, that four tires would be the way to go. Um, but clean air, clean air is also part of the equation. So, yeah, I still said backed into it because, you know, the race was practically all bow tied ready for uh, for Kyle Busch to win that race, and they got taken away and a little bit of strategy here and there. So, well, that, how, that's race. That's racing, man. That's racing. That's exactly. Serious. How many times has Kyle Busch backed into a and a win? You know, you know, you know. There's there's many guys that, that that's done that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bowman does have shirts out. I am considering buying one. It's pretty funny. Um, I have to look up the shirt here. I'll, I'll do that here in a second. You're pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, there's a couple other things that happened there. Kyle Busch also said in an interview that, uh, well, we, we get these cars from Walmart or something to, to that level. So um, he had another pretty darn good uh, good quote there. And then um, – how about Greg Ives' uh, reaction to the win? So uh, Greg Ives is Alex Bowman's crew chief. He says, I appreciated Alex. Five years ago, I lost my mother. Uh, Bowman responds with, it's been heck of a journey, Greg. I appreciate all your hard work, redemption here to win today. I thought that was pretty cool. That's good stuff, man. So, yeah, Greg Ives, you know, that's that's uh, one of our local boys up here. So that's good stuff. Yeah. I'm uh, trying to uh, – find that shirt here and see the design i saw it and i uh i think it's pretty cool um so it says uh it's kind of got that you know that las vegas logo with uh the circles on it it has it has that i'm waiting for the the image to load here um the welcome to las vegas sign you know the uh the triarty yes um, yes exactly yeah, the diamond-shaped sign of Welcome to Las Vegas, yeah. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it says, Alex, um, no talent or no luck, some, something. Maybe, maybe being a hack, because that's what Hamlin called it last year, the hack. And, oh, geez. Yeah, right yeah. away they jump on it and got to have T-shirt sales, you know, and make money out of it. And, and you know what? It works. <laughs> it works. I mean, oh. You it's know, hilarious. And, you know, some of these guys can put that stuff to charity or whatever. So, hey, far out, man. Hey, the more the merrier. That's good stuff. So I got it here. So it's kind of in the colors of, of the car. So it's got that pinkish, that, that whitish, and the uh, that pinkish color, the white, and the tealish color. Um, and in the circles is Alex. And then in that, like, triangle-looking or diamond-looking thing, it says Bowman, all luck, no skill with dices coming off of it that say ABR for Alex Bowman Racing. And on the back, on the very top, it says backing into wins. <laughs> <laughs> and my, one of them might just get dropped off at the 18 pit this week, you know, yeah. or just kind of throw it in his car. Here you go. A free T-shirt for you there, buddy, you know. So, yeah. Just, uh, that's all good stuff, though. Man, that's, uh, you know. He's uh, and he, I think he's donating some of the proceeds from from this too to go to animal shelters. He's very big on that, which is awesome. Yep. Um, 
But that hack shirt from Denny Hamlin last year and then this shirt, I got to tell you what, he's got like a career in, in marketing or something because it's pretty funny. Yeah, well, and, and I mean, and it, it doesn't wait either. I mean, it's just like oh, the next day, it's there. Next day. Get the, the ball moving and we're going to do this right now, you know, and, and they get the ball rolling and someone takes off running with it. So good stuff, man. I love it. Keep it up, man. I hope more guys do this stuff. Yeah. Now, if everyone did it and it happened every week, it wouldn't be as It would good. get old. Yeah. Yeah, it but, would get uh, old. But these last two times have been pretty funny. This uh, all luck, no skill thing might end up uh, at the, <laughs> the front door of the Leach residence one of these days. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, well, I have some unfortunate news. Mark's leading the points 8-1 to one over me. What, what's uh, the score? 8-1. to 8-1. to one. And if I didn't hit the sand barrels with uh with the nineteen who was coming up front, you might be uh you might not even be on the scoreboard yet. Well, hold on here because you had Kyle Bush who was three laps down, and somehow gets back on the lead lap at all club. So well, hold. Blaney Blaney pooped the bed, So I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Blaney was strong all race until he, I don't know if he had a bad set of tires or whatever, but he just fell right off the face of the earth on that last that last thirty laps. I saw a video of, of him. He got super loose, uh, twitchy loose out of four, and that was that was the end of that. He was, he was done. So so eight to one, good start. So guess what? You get to you get to pick two of them here for this or this weekend for the Xfinity and the, and the Cup race. Yeah, next week at Atlanta, I get the uh, truck. Truck. You get the truck, up. and you might as well probably end up picking the first ones at Atlanta too, on the other ones too. So, take a big swing at it, buddy. You get the whole field. What do you want for Atlanta? Well, I didn't give this much thought, but I'm just going to go with uh, my memory and who I know is good at Phoenix. So, starting with the Xfinity series to make up some ground here to go two and zero this week. I am going with Justin Allgaier. Well, that's my second pick because I'm going to take my first pick. I'm going to take the last guy who won there at Phoenix last year and won the championship. I'm going to go back and take a little Daniel Hemrick, and we're going to and keep this roll going there. Um, so the 11 beats the 7. It's not the 7-11. It's the 11-7. <laughs> Well, I, uh, I I think that's a good pick there. I like my pick better, so there. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, Cup Series, I am going to go with Martin Truex Jr. That was – that is my first pick. That's exactly what I was going to take. So, I don't know if that's um, good. I'm, uh, I'm kind of torn between a I, – I would really – I would really like to take – Kevin Harvick, but I'm not. I'm not that that one's right on you know how much he used to dominate Phoenix, but now yeah. all of a sudden you look at the statistics the last few years and it's not there. You know, he had a way of running Phoenix where he was just the angles and the brakes and and the gas and how he did that, but I think a lot of people caught on to what was what he was doing there. Um I'm gonna run with Chase Elliott. I'm gonna say it's uh it's time for that Hendrick car to shine. Um as long as they don't keep making mistakes and doing what they're doing, so we'll we'll run Chase Elliott up against uh, against Truex against you there on Sunday. I like that pick. 
Uh, you know, I mentioned earlier with Chase Elliott, uh, there was a discussion on NASCAR radio, uh, Sirius XM channel 90, that did Alex Bowman pass Chase Elliott to be the number two driver at Hem- uh, Hendrick. Now, before, I know there's going to be a lot of people that say, are you kidding me? But think about this. Alex Bowman won four races last year, and now he's won one before Chase this year. Even if he fell into it, as people want to say, he put himself in position to do that. Um, I still think Chase is number two at at uh, Hendrick, but it's kind of interesting to think about. I didn't think but about just, it after that discussion. But just watch. All of a sudden, now Byron will come up. You know, all four yeah. of them are just super, are super, super teams. All, all four of them. Yeah. They're young. You know, there's a young talent. They're going to be there for a long time. Um, you know, you're going to see every once in a while, everybody's somebody's going to get hot as it goes on. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> there's definitely, uh, uh, I'm sure Chase, you know, wants to prove himself. You know, he doesn't want to be the fifth wheel, so it's going to get him motivated too. So that's why he's going to win the Phoenix 312 this weekend. Man, How about the weather out there, man? They're talking 80s. 80 for Saturday and Sunday, 0% chance. So the Phoenix weather looks beautiful for Phoenix this weekend, man. Yep, awesome. Uh, Phoenix puts on a good show. I'm looking forward to to watching that this weekend here. Um, unfortunately, our Badgers lost tonight, so that's the end of the Big Ten tournament uh, for them. And as for you, since you uh, have a, a little bit of issue with time, make sure you set your clocks ahead so you oh. ain't late, so you're not late for the cup race on Sunday there, buddy. So I'm going to zip that in there on there to make sure that you are on time for the green flag on Sunday. All right, buddy? Well, we have uh, baptism this this weekend, so if I'm, uh, I'm late, I'm late for our own kids' baptism, so that would uh, not be good. And the race is on normal TV, which I don't have a VCR for DVR for that. And so I have, yeah, I did say VCR. I do have one over here, but it does not record digital. And I was, you know, and there's something out there, but I'm a tight wad right now. I don't feel like spending the money. I'm Actually, I cut the cable here at home here. Um, I finally went and got Sling, you know, so I'd recommend that, that they do a good job there. And, uh, hey, when you watch YouTube races, after the you know when that when the races go on commercial on the on the network the broadcast keeps going and it ends up being a crank it up is what it ends up being they do bumper cams and in-car cams so every time that the network goes on on commercial while they're on green flag it comes it, you get more crank it ups you know and my wifey loves that a lot once on the you know, oh, it gets, yeah. yeah, it gets a little noisy around here. The neighbors know that there's a race on, you know. So, but uh, yeah, the YouTube, I won't be able to watch the uh, Phoenix race probably till Tuesday. I'll I'll know everything that's going on with it, but that's fine. But I'll I'll catch up and uh, see where that is since I'm working on Sunday. I'm a working man on Sunday, losing an hour of sleep Saturday night. So I'll be dragging my knuckles on the parking lot. Drag it into work and and trying to make a difference in this world. How's that? <laughs> well, I it's my story. <laughs> I like YouTube TV, like actual YouTube TV. Not you. I like YouTube as well, but um, YouTube TV. Uh, the thing I like about it is you can add stuff to your library. So NASCAR Cup Series, NASCAR Xfinity Series, 
truck series. If it gets rained out, you know, on cable, you would have to try to record multiple shows, and then sometimes they would update their guide, and it just wouldn't work. It wouldn't record. Then you'd have to go on YouTube, which is fine. Um, but you don't have to worry about that with YouTube TV. It just knows when to record it, and it'll record at any time. I love YouTube TV. It's a little more expensive than Sling, uh, but to me, it's worth it. Cheaper than cable. Yeah, uh, that's, all right. that's all right. Yeah. Maybe one day they'll get um, regional sports networks. So, like, up here we have Bally Sports, or used to be Fox Sports Wisconsin. That annoys me. They took those off of the streaming services, so now your only option to get those is cable. Um, whatever. I'm going to go down a, ta- uh, uh, down a rabbit hole. I don't want to go on. So, um, anyway, looking forward to Phoenix here. Thank you, everyone, for your support. Oh, uh, I should mention here, we're going to extend our yearly contest for the champions uh, to try to get people into drawing f- to win either their Sunday ticket to the Snowball Derby this year or the pay-per-view, the four-day pay-per-view. So we're going to extend that. We don't have a ten- uh, date set up yet. We just want to encourage more participation, so look out for that. Mark, I want to do a little different ending here this week. Uh, we got our ending video, but... Uh, I want to do kind of a, a cheers ending every time we end one of these to all our uh, fans, um, everyone going through a hard time, uh, doing everything. So uh, cheers to you. Cheers to everyone. Thanks for always uh, joining on this. Thanks to everyone for the support. And, uh, hey, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. You know, we'll see. I uh, yeah, get ready for April 10th, man. The, the icebreaker at the Dells, we're within 30 days of that. So I am – Totally pumped for that, man. Ready to go for that. So, yeah, for sure. And we'll see everybody at the racetrack then, for sure. For sure. All right. Thanks, everyone. See ya. This has been a production of Double L Sports Network. Hope you all enjoyed it, and thank you for listening.